0: What's up, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. That is more like it when i say that's more like it i mean that's way more like it uh it's we've been wandering through the desert for a long time thunder fans and finally we get ourselves a good one i'm steven dolan at steve Thunderfan on twitter and i am more than happy to walk you through this game Uh, (laughs) you know it's it's funny how I, i enjoy podcasting this podcasting thing all of us here at topic thunder enjoy this so much but It's so much more fun after a win, and those have been hard to come by lately. Um, I mean, we all know the Thunder have had a little bit of a rough stretch of late. They've lost six of their last eight. The thing about those six, uh, they're all easily excusable. You had the Pelicans game the last night before the All-Star break where everybody's just kind of ready to get out of there. Then we beat Utah in that crazy double overtime game where Paul George played 50 minutes and then had to turn around and play Sacramento on the second night of a back-to-back and lost to them. Then we lost at Denver, and apparently Paul George got hurt during that game. Then we lost to Philadelphia without PG. Then we lost to San Antonio without PG. Then we barely beat Memphis. That's a W in the win-loss column, but it didn't feel like one. And Then we lost at Minnesota with the return of Paul George. And uh that that was kind of the low point. You know, that 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 felt like a really bad loss. It was one that really made me sad. Um, really made our listeners sad, I'm sure. I, I can just go ahead and speak for you. And the thing is, um we could have lost this game and felt decent about it too, you know, like any of those other games where we're not like super sad because we lost them. But in accumulation you just line them up one after another after another and it starts to get pretty depressing and that's the way it would have felt after this game even though we're going into Portland you know a place where we've traditionally had a lot of trouble beating this team a lot of trouble um except for this season <laughs> yeah take that portland um but yeah it's 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 we could have easily lost this game and felt pretty good about it but luckily we didn't because despite this tough stretch we still have the second hardest schedule left in the league remaining saw that in the broadcast that we have been downgraded from the first hardest schedule remaining so that that's a plus i guess this this last tough stretch has getting getting past that has kind of helped us out a little bit but you know great win Thunder got this one 129 to 121 um so let, let's talk about it a little bit we're gonna hook up the TiVo you don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo, they up the TiVo yet? there's just a few things that struck me in the first quarter um the first was that the help on Yusuf Nurkic's rolls when Steven Adams had to hedge on the pick and roll way out by the three-point line because you have to against this team. When it's Dame or, or CJ McCollum, you absolutely have to hedge hard and get your big all the way up past the three-point line or they're just going to curl around that screen and knock it down. So what that means for the defense and especially for how aggressively we play Steven Adams on the defense is that whichever corner helper we decide is going to be the helper on Nurkic as he rolls has to get there early because he has like 15 feet of runtime where he's just got downhill to the rim and nobody in front of him so the thing that struck me really is that the help on those rolls was so late like we weren't getting a guy over there until Nurkic already had the ball in his hands and that's just not gonna work like, like that's that's the kind of thing that makes Steven Adams look really bad and you know, I, 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 don't know the Thunder's schemes like the back of my hand. Like I'm not in the in the locker room with them. Surprise, surprise, because I live in Seattle. Um, but I feel like the culprit in the first quarter that the guy who was really not having a great quarter was Jeremy Grant. Uh, he came around a little bit at the end, and, and we'll get to that. Um, but I feel like he was really late a lot in the first quarter. And it was just giving Nurkic just free reign around the rim, um, but still we were we were we were solidly in the game. Um, I think we even had a lead towards the end of the first quarter. Uh, the at the end of the first quarter and at the beginning of the second, the Blazers' backcourt was Damian Lillard and Seth Curry, and the Thunder's backcourt was Dennis Schroder and Abdul Nader. Uh, that's trouble for the thunder on defense neither of our thunder guys can guard either of those blazers guys and especially i think the big the biggest problem was uh nader trying to chase curry around uh, because he just doesn't have the foot speed or the agility to get around all the screens because Curry's just one of those guys like uh like a um oh no this is embarrassing that guy from Duke. J.J. Reddick. <laughs> Don't hold that against me, Thunder fans. He's a guy like J.J. Reddick who just runs around screens constantly. And you have to be super shifty. Um, you know who would be good at that is Terrence Ferguson. Unfortunately, they also have C.J. McCollum, who Ferguson was kind of tied to for most of this game. So there was just a long stretch bordering the first and second quarter where... I. Uh, Nader couldn't keep up with Curry and Schroeder was trying to guard Lillard and it was just causing all sorts of nightmares for us on defense. People trying to help when people got lost, people trying to rotate when people got open. It was a problem. And that was kind of when the Blazers got back into the game um, because we had built up kind of a little bit of a lead there and then it went, it just vanished. Uh, schroeder in particular was pretty bad in this stretch not only could he not guard damian lillard which it's it's hard to blame him for damian lillard is incredible and was extra extra incredible in this game but he was also very bad on offense um basically useless (laughs) If he's not able to play defense and his shots aren't going in then he's he's not doing a lot on the court except except letting russ catch his breath you know which there's value to that but it would be better if he also played basketball good in those minutes and still the thunder were right in the game when russ came back in uh in fact ahead by three or four and Russ had a bad stretch right there. He actually had a couple of bad stretches in this game, and there's another one later. But in this one, he had a turnover where he got a charge on Damian Lillard. Um, Quick aside here, when Russ gets angry and decides to post up a person who he's personally affronted by, that's bad for our offense. Uh, It it rarely goes well. He's shooting 39% on the season in post-up opportunities, which is bad. Very bad. That's even worse than his career low shooting numbers this season. And the thing is, even if he isn't mad at the person, I would still just rather he didn't post up. I feel like it's a fallback play. I feel like it's a play when he's a little bit tired and and he's just like, hey, I, I can just do this because I'm bigger than that guy, and he's usually bigger than that guy. But I don't think it's good for the offense. Um, He needs to be coming off a pick-and-roll. If we eliminated Russell Westbrook post-ups altogether, I'd be super thrilled about that. So, after he got that charge, Dame made a layup. Then Russ made a mid-ranger, which was cool. Then Dame scored. And then Russ took a terrible three-pointer. And look, I'm not going to... Russ had a great game overall. But this stretch, when we were ahead i immediately led to a 90 Blazers run when Damian Lillard hit a 3 right in front of Russell Westbrook also and then the thunder were all of a sudden down 6 you know like it, it's it's tough when that kind of thing happens um russell westbrook needs to not play one on one he sometimes gets into that mode where he's like oh it's me versus this guy for a little bit now it's me versus dame it's me versus Ricky Rubio. It's me versus, uh, you know, J.J. Barea. You know, how he does these things. And it's rarely good for the team. He needs to remember that it's a five-on-five game and that our five are better than their five. Our five are more better than their five than Russ's better than his opponent. That's what he needs to remember because it's usually true. Uh, there, But luckily, Jeremy Grant chose that moment to... Kind of correct himself he hit a three and then he hit a two and then he took a charge on that very same rotation play that i've been talking about he rotated over well in time and met yusuf nurkic outside the restricted area got a charge great play that's the kind of attention to detail that we need on the defensive end to make this scheme work because if he's going to be late on those rotations it won't work but if he's there on time he gets a charge and we get the ball back okay so at the end of the second quarter, this is where it kind of got... <laughs> this is where the, this game kind of got a little chippy. Uh, Russ thought he got fouled. Um, he probably did. I don't know. I didn't see a good replay of, of that. Um, but when he was coming back in bounds, he said something to Nurkic. And then I guess there's some controversy about this. But I thought it was pretty clear that Nurkic, from, from the angle from behind the players... I thought it was pretty clear that Nurkic intentionally tripped Russ. You can just see the way his toe flared out, that it was a, I'm sticking my foot over here kind of move. Tripped Russ. They continued on till midcourt, and then Russ shoved him, and Nurkic accepted the shove. I'll just say that. Um, didn't 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 try to fight back at all. F- fell to the floor. The refs looked at it for a long time. And then I thought they got it right. They gave Nurkic a technical. They gave Russ a flagrant one. Uh, Russ, we made our free our technical free throw. Nurkic missed one of his flagrant free throws. So we're all good. All even. Keep that in mind, though, that Nurkic has a technical. Uh, so the Thunder went into half, trailing by three. In the second half, it just felt like all of Paul George's shots and, and this is actually this actually applies to the entire game it felt like all of Paul George's shots were coming up short he had his right shoulder just caked in that athletic tape um, and so something's clearly up with that shoulder I mean we all know that right he missed a bunch of games but he's yet to find his rhythm coming off of that injury uh, one note I have one note of annoyance I have is that the TNT broadcast chose to bleed the halftime show three minutes into the third quarter, and I enjoy that halftime show, but they were just not talking about the game at all. I think they were talking about how the Blazers are going to make it to the finals or something. I, I had to mute them after a while, honestly. I was like, just just please talk about the game. The Thunder went up one on a Grant layup, and that was really the moment where I thought that the thunder were going to win this game because the crowd got real quiet and crowds are pretty smart they can sense momentum and stuff but another cool thing about this crowd was ever since that Nurkic, ever since he shoved Nurkic at the end of the second quarter they were booing russ every time he touched the ball you know that thing that crowds do where they boo a player every time they have the ball in their hands towards the end of the third though with about three minutes left it started to feel like they had lost their enthusiasm for it um russ was having a good game it didn't seem like it was working and then russ made a three a a really cool clutch three he was actually very timely with his three-pointers tonight and (laughs) while he was running back down the court he held his hand up to his ear like he was listening to the crowd like come on give it to me and they they found their enthusiasm again after that. Let's, let's just say that. <laughs> so the game was tied at 79s. And then the bench, who I thought was pretty bad in the first half, had a great moment where Schroeder had a spin to dump off to Nerlens for a dunk. And then Nerlens had a great block on Rodney Hood. And then Schroeder hit a floater. And all of a sudden, the Thunder were ahead by two going into the fourth. Schroeder had a nice start to the fourth, too. He had a couple buckets right off the bat, and that was followed quickly by Paul George having an offensive rebound off a Schroeder air ball. Um, Forget that part. And got an and one, and that put the Thunder up seven. And that felt like the moment where we really could have taken control of this game. Unfortunately, we had, like, three chances to really hit a dagger after that and just came up empty on several consecutive possessions. And here we are. This is the second thing I wanted to talk about with Russ, that he had his second just terrible stretch of the game, just really bad. He was looking for fouls. Uh, he fouled Damian Lillard on a three-pointer that, you know, it's debatable whether or not he should have gotten free throws for that. But the fact of the matter is, between Russ complaining and Russ committing that foul, he gave up a nine-zero 0 run, basically personally, to put the Thunder down to with 549 left from then on to the end of the game it was basically Russ and Paul George versus Damian Lillard um, you know which we'll feel pretty good about if we're Thunder fans because that's two versus one right? That's the that's the pleasure of having two um, all NBA caliber players and most teams don't have that so here's where it gets really interesting Paul George drove for what would basically be a game-winning basket. There was about 30 seconds left. Um, Ferguson got in. He missed, challenged by Nurkic. Ferguson ended up with this crazy putback where the ball bounced and he basically caught a lob off the bounce and banked it in, which was just a really cool play. Uh, But then they reviewed the play because when Paul George was defended by Nurkic, he kind of flipped his elbow up. And caught Nurkic in the jaw with it. Uh, Nurkic obviously exaggerated it laying on the court for 10 minutes or whatever the duration of the timeout and the review was. Uh, Good job by the refs. Called nothing. Incidental contact. Thunder up by two. So we go to the other end. Nurkic got an offensive rebound after he probably committed offensive goaltending. Um which they didn't end up reviewing as a result of this. But then he was fouled by Jeremy Grant. After which, he and Paul George kind of got into it. Paul George was clearly jawing at him. Uh, Nurkic went and headbutted him a little. Paul George shoved him. Double technicals. But like I said, remember that technical from earlier in the game because... This caused Yusuf Nurkic to be ejected. And honestly, it felt like the game would end right here because the thing with that is that the Thunder get to pick the shooter. They picked Scalabissier off of the Portland bench who had shot zero free throws since becoming a Portland Trailblazer this season. He missed both, which was awesome. Felt like a win, four seconds left, except that they called a foul on Marquise Morris um, it's a rare foul to see called, but he did, he shoved him right at the ref, who ended up calling it. Uh, that's uh, ref number twenty-seven, Mitchell Irvin. He called it kind of late. He called a few calls kind of late tonight, but I think, in my opinion, that all the calls that he called late actually were right. So I'm not going to look down my nose at that. The bad part is that he fu- that Morris fouled Al Kaminu, who is an eighty-four. 85% free throw shooter, something like that, and he knocked them both down. Um, Thunder still had a shot, 2.9 seconds left. Russ dribbled the ball off his foot. Uh, Damian Lillard missed a half court shot. We're going to overtime. We're going to overtime without Yusuf Nurkic. Russ hit a huge three because it just felt like Dame couldn't miss and and Russ just answered with just a massive three from straight away. I think the biggest play of overtime honestly was uh, Terrence Ferguson blocking CJ McCollum in a one-on-one matchup which was just spectacular. It was Fergalicious and then Russ made a layup after that and that was an 8-0 run and then it was basically over and I think I think if I'm a Blazers fan today I'd be blaming one the absence of Yusuf Nurkic in overtime and to the presence of Ennis Cantor in overtime. And I love Ennis Cantor. I literally went to Madison square garden and rooted for Ennis Cantor while New York Knicks fans looked at me sideways. Like I was a weirdo, just like all about Ennis Cantor. I love the guy, but I also want him defending my team in the pick and roll in overtime. So, I think the reason that the Thunder were able to score 16 points in that overtime uh, had a lot to do with his presence on the court. I'll just leave it at that because I love him. So let's not beat him up. Stats. Paul George, 32 points, 14 rebounds, six assists on seven of 23 shooting. That's not good. One for nine from three. That's not good. 17 for 20 from the free throw line. That's good. Russ, 37, 7, and 3. 3, 3 assists. 3 assists is weird. 14 for 28 shooting. We'll take that every day of the week. 5 for 8 from 3. We might never see that again. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, 14 points on 16 shots. He was pretty bad for long stretches, but had a great stretch on the border of the 3rd and 4th quarters. Jeremy Grant, 14 points on 6 for 9. Great on offense bad at the beginning on defense but he got it together. Steven Adams 12 and 7 on 11 shots. I actually thought he was pretty good. Uh, he he has a tough job when we play the Blazers. It's just a really tough job for him to hedge on all those screens and also recover. On the other side, Damian Lillard 51 and 9 assists on 15 for 28 shooting. Yeah, 51 on 28 shots. And the Thunder came out of Portland with a victory he was 18 for 20 from the line um, which seems crazy but then you look over again on the other side Paul George also shot 20 free throws three for 10 from three CJ McCollum 25 on 24 shots which is something of a recurring theme because Terrence Ferguson does a really good job on CJ McCollum despite all the crazy floaters he hits all over the place three for 11 from three and then Nurkic had 13 points and 17 rebounds some things i thought the thunder did a really good job of i thought they did a really good job of attacking the paint they were over 20 points in the positive in points in the paint against the blazers and i actually even made a note in the first quarter that they were really going at the rim um i thought dennis schroeder in particular wasn't settling for jump shots Paul George was one for nine from three. So I thought he started attacking pretty early, like saying like, all right, well, I just got to get to the rim. And that leads to his free throw attempts Uh, in particular. I thought the defense was pretty good. Um, At least I thought they tried, which I'm happy with. I I think the problem in the last few games hasn't been really that they have struggled or that the other teams have been really good, even though there have been excuses like that. I thought that they just really didn't care on defense for large stretches of those games. And I thought they were pretty locked in for most of this game. Uh, Yeah, they gave up 121 points. That includes overtime. They gave up 113 in regulation, which... I mean, I don't know. In this day and age, one hundred and like kind of acceptable, especially when they have a guy as on fire as Damian Lillard was. It just felt like that guy couldn't miss. He was hitting all these crazy reverse layups, and again, got to the line a ton. Um, Thunder won the rebound battle by seven. The teams tied on assists, fifteen to fourteen on turnovers. This game was really won by By just making the other team miss more, the blazers only shot twenty two percent from three point line and and sure, maybe that's luck, maybe it is. who knows, but I thought they were all pretty well challenged. The thunder thought shot thirty percent from the from three seventy eight percent from free throw That's good for the thunder seventy eight percent How sad is that? I mean, they really limited the efficiency of the blazers, and I think that's where they came away with this victory as well as winning the rebound battle by seven. That's about all it takes. Uh, I thought the refs did a pretty good job in this game. There were a lot of really, really hard things to adjudicate. A lot of complicated replays they had to look at. um, A lot of contact. Super physical game. It felt like a playoff game. Uh, After that initial Russ and Nurkic tangle, they started calling it pretty tight. For a while and that's just i mean they're gonna do that they're, they're not gonna try to let a fight break out on the court so teams just have to adjust to that and the thunder didn't do a great job adjusting that at the end of the second quarter but i think they did a pretty good job in the first half a lot of people are gonna point to 47 free throws for the blazers and 32 free throws for the thunder you know what sometimes teams foul more like <laughs> you can't just look at that raw number and say that it's okay because the fact is the thunder came out 20 plus points in the paint better. Um, So all that says to me is that the blazers weren't as good at defending the paint. The thunder were better attempted to defend the paint more. And when you attempt to defend the paint more, sometimes you foul more. I'll take that trade. I'll take it. So just, just a huge win. Uh, to, <laughs> I can't I just can't get over it the uh, playing against Portland has been just a huge challenge for the Thunder for years and years right we hadn't won in Portland for like three years or four three and a half years going into this season uh, our record against them was very bad and we, here we are we swept them four and oh guys four and oh against the portland trailblazers i (laughs) i'm I'm ecstatic and 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 more than that we needed this one we had to get this game and we got it just a gigantic win for the thunder uh, a huge win for playoff seedings we were tied with them now we're a game up now we're half a game ahead of houston and you know like we needed it Got a tough stretch coming up. We needed this one, and we got it. So good job, Thunder. Um, real quick, I'm going to talk about my favorite unit of the game. we are supposed to be a unit. And I'm going to call my unit of this game just the starters. I thought they were all really good. Um, especially in the second half and especially in overtime. And yeah, I know Nurkic was out, so that kind of helps you be awesome in overtime. But they all came out with positive plus minuses. Uh, The only people on the bench with positives were Noel and Schroeder. But every one of the starters was positive. Paul George plus 19, Grant plus 11, Ferguson plus 11, Russ only plus one. But Russ was great. And I I just think they did a really good job controlling the game in their minutes. I thought they were able to recover for that Dennis Schroeder, Abdul Nader backcourt um, for the bench that I thought just really got abused. So congratulations to the starters. You are my unit of the game. And now, the player of the game goes to... Starting at card, 3 from UCLA, number zero, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. He was really good, man. I, I know I kind of ragged on him for that stretch um, in the first half and that other stretch in the second half. He, he goes crazy for a few minutes every once in a while, but also what he does is 37 points on 28 shots. He does seven rebounds and three assists. He had eight turnovers, but man, I don't, I don't think we win this game if Russell Westbrook, doesn't go all out because yeah Paul George was pretty good he attacked the basket when he found out his shot wasn't falling he played pretty good defense but he's clearly not fully back and for he's clearly not fully back from that shoulder injury he he doesn't look confident in the shot I felt like every shot he put up from distance was reliably short it, it just felt like it was going to be short every single time and one for nine from three you know he he did it again an excellent job once he figured out his shot wasn't falling he just attacked 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 and he was getting more calls than usual uh 17 for 20 from the free throw line but it was pretty clear that if we were going to win this game especially with damian lillard having the night he had with 51 points on 28 shots then rusk was going to have to take us home and he took us home he sent them home as he said in his post game presser he five for eight from three man this guy, as frustrating as he can be in stretches, as infuriating as some of the decisions can ma- can be, it, it, as, as much as I hate him posting up at any point in any game, there's just something about him, man. He just continues to do whatever it takes, and he's been on a pretty good stretch lately. Um, I think... I think we're pretty close to saying he's back. You'd like to see him have more assists, but if nobody's making shots, you know, like how many of those Paul George threes would have been Russell Westbrook assists? (laughs) Like you gotta, you gotta have people making shots for you to get an assist. So I thought he was really good. Congratulations, Russell Westbrook. I'm sure this is going to mean a ton to you. You are the player of the game. What does that mean? Do I, get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? <laughs> that will be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. No, yeah. Whatever. Super psyched to have drawn the straw of doing this game a win because they've been few and far between lately, but this one feels really good and um, I will not be with you tomorrow, but we do have a game tomorrow, so let's hope these guys bounce back quickly because we got at the los angeles clippers tomorrow another late game sorry for you midwesterners um pretty great for me over here on the west coast in seattle i love that seven thirty start time it's just awesome for me so condolences uh, the clippers have won three in a row according to patrick beverly they just quote won it more than the los angeles lakers which you know we there's questions whether or not they should want it more. If they, if they make the playoffs, they don't get to keep their pick. So I think it's in their best interest to drop out. But maybe that's just me. It's, it's obviously not Patrick Beverly. Um, the thing about this game is we're on the second out of a back-to-back. They haven't played since Monday. Monday. They got Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday off. They're coming in with a severe rest advantage and at home, even though... They are quite clearly, I think, this the inferior team to us. This could easily be seen as a scheduling loss. And the way that the Thunder's recent games have been going, we've had a lot of excuses. We've had a lot of reasons to feel decent about losses. But we need to get this one. So let's go get it. That's about it for me. Um, you can find us at OKC Topic Thunder on Twitter. We're doing lots of cool stuff over there. We're doing giveaways and lots of interaction with the fans. You can leave us voicemails on the Anchor app that we will plug into our podcast. We're very excited about that. You can find us on now that's thunderbasketball.com on Dash Radio on the Nothing But Net channel at 5 o'clock Eastern. That's 4 o'clock Central and, you know, 2 o'clock for me all the way over here on the West Coast. Just hit us up wherever you can get us. You can get us on the on Apple. You can get us on Stitcher, Spotify. just so many places. And you can leave us feedback in any of those places. We love to have it. We love to get better. And we love to have that fan interaction. So hit us up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching the Thunder. Thanks for loving this team. And as always, Thunder Up.